We're probably mm-hmm. already live, but I always wait until it says you're live before I believe it. Hey, sense. welcome to another episode of this week's Gig News, part of the Gig2 podcast. I'm your host, Chad, the Gig Economist, with my co-host for, was this episode four, Hannibal? Is hungry. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of fly, it's kind of flying by, but yeah, we're at the fourth episode. You know, I've heard uh, the average podcast only lasts seven episodes or less, so we're halfway there. We'll definitely make it. <laughs> we'll definitely make it. So, um, whoops. <laughs> there you go. Hey, okay, sorry. <laughs> you got a a long delay there. Yeah. By the way, are you got anything to drink? I got my black cherry vanilla uh, seltzer. Okay. This is a, a Polish Polish smoked beer, Polish oak oak soaked wheat lager. I wouldn't I don't know how that would taste. You know it's funny, I was judging all last week and the week before that I was I signed up for to judge a homebrew competition and I had to judge mm-hmm. like twenty seven beers. Not not in the same day. I only do like six a day. <laughs> and uh, one of the categories that I judge was this style, and uh, yeah. some of them are pretty good. It's um, I mean, if you've ever had a smoked beer, it's. I don't uh, think I have. No, is there a name brand that has it that has those kind of things? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're kind of hard to find. Like, well, if you go to like a real beer store, there's mm-hmm. a lot of German ones that are smoked because that's the originator of the style, and. Yeah. Uh, some American breweries do it too. They usually do it with like smoked dark beers, but this is a smoked light beer. So, like smoked beers have like this kind of bacony taste to it. So that, yeah, that sounds and it's light, meaning it's not very heavy on the. Yeah, this is only like four point five ABV, I think. Um, that's 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 a good that's a good spot right there. Three point two, yeah, it's super light. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like when you say light in beer, it could be. Light in taste, light in color, or light in alcohol. Oh yeah, and light, yeah, yeah, yeah. light in body too. And this is, um, I mean, this is pretty full flavored. It's nice and refreshing. Good, yeah, good for the summer. Well, we are we are rambling. We're already off topic, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I hope, I, I hope people aren't turning into like I got to see what the news of the week is because like, I I wouldn't consider this like we're not a news reporting show. We're a news commentary show. Yes, commentary is the name of the game. An we opinion show. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, so we're trying to start this uh, uh, tradition of every, when we open the episode, aside from our beer banter, um, <laughs> talk about our most interesting delivery or gig experience of the week. So I always let you go first. Yes. So I, I guess how many days I dashed this week, Chad? <laughs> I'm gonna say either guess how many, one or less. One. That was Monday, <laughs> and nothing happened. But there's something interesting with an Instacart order I received, which is hap- This happened more than once, but I never really bothered. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna carry it up and go complain. I would order food or order my groceries, and. I'll see the name on the picture and they'll, you know, send me messages and get my order and, and bring it to me. And the person is not, is not the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, like the last, the last one was a guy, a guy picture, a guy name. When it was time to pick it up, it was a woman. Um, I, all the groceries were there. <laughs> Clearly this person did the job, but I find that more than once where I know people grew up in, you know, Instacart together. I know you're not. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, you, you, prove it, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Like you're not allowed to really have your other your significant other. But you know, I looked at it. I looked at it. Checked everything. Everything was regular. I was like, all right, whatever. Five stars. I'm not gonna make a big deal out about it. But I think that's a bit dangerous because it's not dangerous in terms of something happening. But you don't want to catch the wrong customer that's gonna flip out if the person that that says that full speed the person shopping is not. Mm. But you know, I don't know. It's New York City. What, what, what do you expect? Yeah, the technically you can bring somebody with you if they are also an Instacart shopper, right? So if they went through the background check and they have the app on their phone, you can pair up like that. Mm-hmm. But the the number of people that actually do that, I would assume, is pretty minuscule. You know, yeah, that happens to me a lot. Here is especially on DoorDash. Actually, like every time I order Instacart. 
Mm. It's always like some husband and wife or. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I've it's always a, a group thing. Yeah, I seen a mom and like her kids. I seen I had like a little girl like hand me groceries and like that like that's a no no. You're not supposed to bring your kids with you. In fact, you made a video about that. Should you bring your kids door dashing? Yeah, it, and I think yeah, probably not a good idea. But I understand you got a teenager and yeah. especially right now in the summertime and that person's doing nothing mm-hmm. well come along and help work because i used to do that in the summertime with my mom when she used to be a mail carrier i didn't necessarily do sort, sorting mail but i would take some mail and she'll say hey put it in this slot over here and i would help her out so those mm-hmm. things are accepted but small children one mm-hmm. two-year-olds no no yeah. can't even. um i don't know if you're watching the chat on your phone but we actually we have a bunch of chat already ride share lisa hi kyle noel or no hi Chris Barnes, hey, yes. Sean Corcoran, Hannibal, 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 woof. <laughs> yeah, all the regulars, all the people yeah. I know, basically all of them, awesome. Usually Pedro and DoorDash Dad are here the first few minutes. Maybe they're watching, they just haven't said anything. Well, Pedro, Pedro has, he's taking care of babies, so oh. he's probably chilling. Yeah, he's probably... John McCallion, what's up? So I, I, much like you, I only worked one day this week, and okay. it, it was like half a day. I just did one... I can't remember. Maybe it, I think I just did one two-hour Whole Foods delivery, and that was it. Because I flew up to Albany on Thursday. Right, 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 right. And I always take Monday and Tuesday off, so Wednesday was the only day I worked, and I only worked for like two hours the entire week. And uh, I got back this afternoon, and I certainly wasn't going to work when I, as soon as I landed. So right. Um, although I do have an interesting story that is sort of gig related so and i should have told this i should have told the story last week because it happened last week but i'll save it for this week so um so i'm at aldi and it's at this shopping plaza like a mile and a half around the corner from my complex and it's not like a terrible neighborhood it's i mean it's not a great neighborhood but it's not you would not say it's hood or whatever but you know (laughs) you won't say it's hood (laughs) it's a walmart plaza and there's an aldi there and you know okay mcdonald's and all that stuff um so like i'm coming out of aldi and there's like there's a bus stop there and there's there's always people um you know homeless people or just kids like always begging for money or something I, I hate it and um <laughs> you know it's like oh i just need money for the bus yeah can you just give me a buck for the bus that's everybody that's every homeless person's story is i just need money for the bus yeah so anyway so i'm walking out of the store right and I see like this really weird looking guy like standing by my car. I'm like, fuck, I gotta walk by this guy to get to my car. And like as I get closer, I realize like that like and he's like definitely doing some kind of crackhead shuffle or meth head <laughs> shuffle or something, you know. And I I'm like looking at his, he just looks so weird and like he's a white dude. And yeah. as I get closer, I realize that like his entire face not just a little bit, like his entire face and yeah. his arms are tattooed. Or oh, yes. oh okay. I couldn't tell oh. if it was tattooed. Actually, it was so terribly tattooed. Jeez. I think he might have took like a bunch of magic markers or permanent <laughs> markers and just drew on his face and down his arms. But I'm pretty sure it was tattooed. And as I get close to this, like I'm trying not to stare. And I have my, my uh, Raycons in so I can't hear him. And I can I can tell he's asking for money. I'm just like smiling. I'm like yeah, and I'm like I'm like scared to death. And I'm like oh, so this is how I'm gonna die. I am gonna get shanked by some meth head in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, in front of an Aldi. Yeah. And, oh, I was because like as I got closer, I was just like I couldn't tell. It was like either he drew magic marker all over his face or that's a tattoo. Like, oh, either, like yeah, me- yeah, it could be like a mentally ill dude just marking yeah. his face up. Uh, yeah, all these, all these is a is a it's a wild show in there. Or at least maybe probably different. Depends on the uh, Aldi, growth, but the ones I've been to, it's. I remember the one, the main one that was when I did Instacart for a little bit. It's mm. so busy and so packed in there. I couldn't get a cart. There was no carts available. I had yeah. to walk around and ask people like, "Can I get a, like can I borrow?" Like, it was so crazy. So I don't know if that was just that Aldi in particular, but that yeah. left a bad taste in my mouth. Sometimes it happens around here. So yeah. Anyway, so we're what 10 you're 15 alive. minutes in. And you're alive, you didn't yeah. nothing happened. No, no, I was going to say so we're 10 15 minutes in. We haven't even started talking about the news yet, so. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so what are we going to talk about? Well, our first story 
is well, it's not something that the news is covering. It's but if you're <laughs> a hardcore gig tube watcher, especially if you're a DoorDash driver, you've probably heard of the supposed strike or day of rest or whatever you want to call it, protest day, July thirty first. I'm not entirely sure who's spearheading this campaign. Um <laughs> I've seen a lot of gig tubers talk about it, both pro and con. So apparently, um, if you're a DoorDash driver and you want to strike or make a statement, they're saying don't work on July 31st. They didn't say, you know, don't work gig apps at all. I mean, you can work any other app if you want. Yeah. But, you know, like they're hoping that enough drivers, if they sit out, it's going to make DoorDash take notice. And because... Well, apparently the demands are are to jack the base pay up to 450 and the tip transparency and a few other, you know, perks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um uh, the trying to get the base pay back up when they just cut it like that ain't going to happen unless no. you would need like 90% participation in order for like more than a day for that to happen. Right. And uh Actually, Valdestat did a video where he was talking about, like, he was actually crunching the numbers and he was showing, like, DoorDash isn't going to raise the pay because, you know, you multiply just the 50 cents times millions of drivers times day of the year, you know, and stuff like that. It comes out to millions or billions of dollars. A lot so, of math, man. Yeah. A lot of math. Yeah. So, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, gig tubers, both pro and con strike. And I'm kind of mixed because, like, I understand the sentiment. And I'm, you know, I'm certainly not a fan of DoorDash cutting the base pay, right? Um, but I think that there, there's too many. You only just need one demand. It's just tip transparency because that doesn't cost DoorDash anything. You want to mm -hmm. ask for more money, then that's a big ask right there, right? You know, right, right. So I'm kind of on the fence. Like I've been watching like Nugs and Sarah Elizabeth, and I think I'm sure Derek DoorDash Dad. Uh, has talked about it once or twice. Yeah, um, he just dropped. He dropped a video actually within maybe an hour, an hour and a half. You probably didn't get to check it out. Uh, basically, talking about that, this it got to be a better way of doing it because mm -hmm. we're punishing the customers and restaurants if we decided if we decided to strike or whatever. Like I think one day is not enough necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was saying that there got to be a different way. I don't think I think he has a he has a, a video coming out tomorrow. I don't know if that would break down more of it, but the video he released today was explaining that you're hurting the customers. This is about DoorDash. We should be, we should be, I guess, focus our attention on DoorDash, not necessarily the restaurants and the customers. So he's thinking, and also like there's many people who only have one app. So the idea that if this is their one app and their main source of income, the idea of taking the day off is something that, you know, they may not want to do. Um, I do believe that most people, I don't know. I, I feel like most people are not interested in doing it. Um, I didn't see any creators who are pro except Vala Sa's voice. And I think the only people who said they're down like was me and Pedro. I think everyone else, as far as I've seen, are not, they don't think it's a good idea. They're not doing it. Um, but I'm actually, be honest, I'm a little surprised that there's so many people who are not interested in doing it. But I get it. And mm -hmm. if we can't agree on the Power App, we can't agree on decline now. We can't agree on this day of whatever. What do you want to call it? Rest. So what really changed? Nothing changes. Status quo. Things will just continue. People who do well will do well. People who, if your income is significantly dropped, you may want to find a, something else to supplement it because uh, there's too many people on the platforms. There's too many people. There's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just the, it's not necessarily what DoorDash can do and increase base pay. That's not going to happen. Why would that happen? They have so many drivers on the road and people are taking the offers. So why? what's the incentive for them to do to give more money? When also at the same time, they are fighting to be profitable. They are not making money. So they're growing. They're not taking the money to um, give it to dashers. They take the money to grow and connect with more groceries because I think delivering groceries is more profitable. I think Instacart is a profitable company, I yeah. think. Yeah, they are. So they know they know stupid computer they know that grocery shopping is where the money is at that's where they're going that's where they're going to connect with other uh, grocery stores so um i don't know i think i think things won't get any better until and this is i don't know if it's a black pill thing kind of say but too many of us are doing it we like the idea it's a great idea to be free and flexible there's so many people doing it 
people who are deciding to go back to, I guess, a regular W-2 jobs, more people need to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, for the rest of us who are willing to stay to deal with the the low base, you know, and, and work on tips, because that's right now. And that's the thing about the power app that a lot of people were upset about, you know, violating terms of service. But all we all I wanted to know is how much money was the payout is. That's all. Like, I just want to know. It's coming to me. It's not Instagram yeah. bot is that snatching. Too much to ask? <laughs> I just want to know how much it is so I can go about my day. Mm-hmm. But people weren't people didn't want to even agree with that. So I think nothing changes. Um, most people who Dash do not go on the internet. They're not on YouTube. They're not on Reddit. They're not on Facebook. They go to Dash that Saturday. So um, I think it's just going to stay the same, to be honest, until enough people leave the platform. Yeah, I agree. It's I would say if you're if you're all in on this uh, strike or whatever, um, don't get your hopes up. Because uh, I've only participated in one so-called strike on Instacart like two years ago. Mm. And like a week later, they got rid of the quality bonus. So Instacart used to have this thing. If the customer rated you five stars, you would get an extra three bucks. And so we had this strike. And then I don't know if it was it, it was quite a coincidence if it wasn't retaliation. But we had the strike <laughs> for like two or three days. I think it was Labor Day weekend or no, it was uh, like Halloween weekend or something like that. Yeah. And, and then like a week later, Uber uh, Uber Instacart announces they're getting rid of the three dollar quality bonus. And I was like. Oh well, that was a productive strike, and so yeah. I don't. I, and and like, I, that could have been a coincidence. Like it was yeah. probably already going that direction, but yeah, it do, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, I, I made a video about that at the time. That's still up on my channel, so check that out if you want to see it. But yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's that's all I would say is just. I mean, like I don't I don't really care, but I'm like I'm in the in the same camp as you. It's like you know, strike if you want, but don't get your hopes up because I really don't think it's going to change. Like. For these strikes to be effective, is you got to have major, major participation and trying to organization. Get, yeah, and like since we're not employees, like there's no you know company yeah. email unless you hack their server and get you know every DoorDash driver's email. You know, yeah, um, you gotta you gotta basically like create an organization, yeah. get enough members. Mm-hmm. So like the like the decline now kind of had something like that, but there, but I don't know. I feel like the vibe and the way they were talking to any every everyone that didn't agree was a turnoff. Like they weren't inviting. They were in a private group and they were being really aggressive and anyone who had a different opinion instead of trying to persuade them or being nice or breaking things down, they were just, hey, if you mentioned anything about Top Dash, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. si- you know, put you in a dungeon or whatever they call it, where they just block it. That's not gonna work, right? Um, I actually saw a comment on DoorDash Dad's last video. Like you didn't get to watch it, but it was one comment I saw that was pretty, I thought like it kind of makes why this is not gonna work. Um, it's just a random. I don't know who this person is, uh, but I'll just read a comment. Honestly, I don't care for this day of rest. I'm not in a union. I'm not employed. I am my own business. If you think your personal business can afford a day of rest, then do it. Me, I plan on dashing, making that money while you sit at home. Stay home. I want that money. I got a wife and kids to take care of. So that's yeah. That's not gonna work. <laughs> like it's that's mm-hmm. you need you need like I said. A, more than a day and you need strong organization but um as an online group we can't agree on an app to use to see it your tips so i don't i don't i don't yeah. see any positive things coming out of this situation yeah um the only positive that could come out of it is it, it's more about like the media attention if you can get vice or tech crunch or any of those like tech yeah, websites. Vice, to, Vice to have a, written a couple of articles, and I think the one that we're going to talk later on yeah. about GoPuff. So yeah, yeah, Vice is there, but yeah, you probably need like major publications. Like I don't know, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of news. Speaking, like what you know. Speaking of GoPuff, that's the other serious story. Should we? We should. Should we do all the serious stories first, and then do all the uh, the yeah, funny brevity st- levity <laughs> stories, or yeah, yeah, should we go yeah, well, serious, funny, serious, funny? I don't know. I mean, I, it because we definitely I mean, you, you have know, at it, least it, it, two funny DoorDash stories to talk about. Yeah, do, do the funny DoorDash ones. First. All right, let me. Uh, well, here here's the uh, GoPuff. We'll come back to that. Okay. All right, so let's talk about let's. Uh, here's we had two really bad DoorDash um, drivers this week. Let me uh, turn the chat box off so you guys can see. All right, so this is from 
DailyDot.com. Woman reports her Doritos Locos Taco missing. Dasher caught Dorito dust handed. A woman's taco was missing from her DoorDash order, which was not a, no big deal until evidence suggested the taco was eaten by a DoorDash or herself. In a TikTok posted on Saturday, Caitlin8560 shares her DoorDash receipt from Taco Bell. She says when the food arrived at her door, the bag was ripped, but she didn't think much of it because things happen. However, when she went to divide the food up for her family members, she noticed that her own f- that her own food, one Doritos Locos taco, was missing from the order. And then, um, so she got a a picture of the delivery from the uh, Dasher, and you can see that the the Dasher has the orange Doritos dust on their finger. <laughs> it's just crazy. I can actually I can play the uh, the TikTok video. I mean. I go outside yeah, it's and a funny, it's a funny the it's not bag is ripped open, which is fine. Things happen. It's cool. No big deal. I get inside. I divvy out all the food to the family and I go to grab my food and this was missing. My Doritos Locos Taco. Okay. Also common. Happens all the time. Not really going to worry about it. Well, just get it. Go ahead and get me a little refund. Call it a day. And then I get this picture from my dasher. Y'all, <laughs> tell me that ain't Dorito dust on this woman's fingers. <laughs> tell me, y'all. Tell me this woman didn't eat my taco now. So, chance. All right. Your thoughts? <laughs> <sighs> Funny TikTok. I, I, I mean, if I was, I, it seemed like she took it well, but I would be mad. I'd be so mad. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? I tell you, the, the the issue, again, going back to the whole idea of striking or whatever, the barrier to entry to do this is low. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like you can, anyone can just do this. And you got people uh, taking food, lying, stealing, uh, being creepy towards their customers, being rude towards the restaurants. And, like, we got so much of this crap. So it's like... Yeah, you ask the average, maybe a customer of a DoorDash, do they care about, let's say, what's going on with the dashes? Probably not, because they have 10 stories of a DoorDash being weird or, or not listening to instructions. It's like, because like I said, the barrier of entry to work to do this is so low. And you got people like doing this that's just so stupid. It's like, what's wrong with you? Taco Bell is the cheapest thing you can possibly buy. You could, you could have bought it and got an order while you were waiting for it. Like, yeah. <sighs> Well, if you thought yeah. if you thought that dasher was stupid, wait till you see the next <laughs> dasher. Uh, let's see here. Actually, there was a you know bunch of uh, stories about that one. Uh, no spoilers. Let's see. Uh, let's see. It was a prank. DoorDash driver denies contaminating NYPD cops' food after arrest. This was in Brooklyn. I don't know. It's probably around the corner from you or 10 miles probably. away. He's probably my cousin or something. I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. Did you hear or see this story? <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw that. Go ahead. A DoorDash Go driver was arrested Thursday after a video posted to social media allegedly showed him tampering with food ordered by an NYPD officer. Let me... Uh, I'm going to play like the first minute. This is a two-minute video. An update now to a story minute. we first brought you on okay. Tuesday. Police have arrested the delivery driver who they say tampered with an NYPD officer's food. And tonight, investigators hauled him out of the very same precinct where he allegedly delivered that tainted order. News 4's Ida Siegel is in Brooklyn with what that suspect had to say for himself. It was a prank. 30-year-old Lance Lane tonight shouting to reporters as he was led out of the 61st Precinct Station House in handcuffs. It was a prank that went... They don't got nothing. The former DoorDash delivery man is referring to this note that says, hope that blank tastes good. He recorded himself sticking the note inside a Chipotle meal with his bare fingers and then allegedly delivered it to the police officer who ordered it here at the station. The note led the officer to believe her food had been tampered with in other ways. That's despicable. I mean, forget forget for a minute that there it's a police officer. How about from one human being to another uh, to do that to a... Uh, another person. I mean, 
What are people thinking? That's disgusting. I, I would never want to use DoorDash for that reason. I'd rather go pick up the food myself. On Facebook, the self-proclaimed <laughs> delivery man wrote above the video, this is a Facebook public announcement. I don't violate people food like that. That was personal. We at war. He has now been charged with criminal tampering and assaulting a police officer. That is a form of assault, whether it's verbal, emotional, physical. Um, he should face consequences. Of course. As we reported earlier in the week, DoorDash said they fired Lance as soon as they found out what happened. Chipotle also said they made sure that Lance would not deliver for them again. And now he is facing jail time. Reporting from Sheepshead Bay, Ida Siegel, News 4, New York. Sheepheads Bay, is that any close to your neighborhood? Um, yeah, everything is everything's close. We all packed in here, we all jammed in like sardines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let me get there. There we go. Um, yeah, so I this tonight a family getting Oops. some answers after their teenage son. He was sorry. Th this dude I shared this on my Facebook fan page and I was like whenever I share a story, I yeah. always just put my own little two cents in when I share it. I just yeah. said, this dude is too stupid to live because <laughs> he filmed, like, first of all, he was on parole for, like, attempted murder or something. Oh, and, like, geez. it said he had been arrested seven times before. Um, and then he actually, it, it's one thing to, like, put a note in there. It's another thing to actually film yourself doing it and put it on Facebook and do it to a cop. Um so I, I think this dude, yeah. he's trying to, like, make some kind of BLM, Black Lives Matter statement or something, but he didn't really categorize it that way. And if that was his intent, that's, like, a pretty lousy one. This, I think it's, like, this dude is, like, like maybe suicidal or just he's one of those people well, that I'm, I'm, It sounds like he he's got, mentally ill. Yeah, yeah or, you know, like, if he's been, he, like, once he gets out of jail, he can't handle it in the real world. So he just had to get himself arrested again, you know? My question is how if he if he has that long a rap sheet, how did he get on DoorDash? Oh, that's the real like, question, yeah. How, now Checker's bouncing people off for a license mishaps and stuff <laughs> like that, and they didn't they didn't catch the dude got arrested several times. Unless uh but like he used like a fake name or something or yeah, it's... probably use like his brother's name and social security number or something like that. Maybe, maybe I'm sure it's some kind of scam. Like you know, New York City, you know, crime is up. Uh, you know, everything from assaults, robberies, shootings. Uh, the mental health situation is bad. Like I know, I mean, you're you're in Florida. I'm sure it's not that great either over there, but it's it's bad. And huh. these people are able to just sign up to DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of the fact that should be a problem. That's a problem. The man that had that long of a rap sheet should not be touching anyone's food. Shouldn't be yeah. doing any of that kind of work. And DoorDash, you know, what kind of you know, what kind of crack research team do they have where they did background checks? Now it could like I say, it could be a fake ID or something like that, but that's kind of crazy. That's that's more of a dangerous side. Like, you know, people we need to have make sure the dashers are not criminals. These people are going into people's homes. They're going into people's buildings. They're delivering to women. They're delivering to children. I mean, there's times I deliver to a, you know, a child's opening door. I'm handing them food. Like I personally, mm -hmm. I don't have my child opening door. You know, but some people are, you know, eight year olds, nine year olds, and then you having people who have this kind of rap sheet. That that's scary. That's scary for real. <laughs> I mean, he's an idiot, but yeah, that's crazy. All right, yeah, that that was a pretty funny story. DoorDash Dad did a video <laughs> about that too. This dude's getting charged with a felony, um, but. When you have that many strikes already, and also Doesn't like matter, yeah. It, not, I mean, like I'm watching it like as a like civil libertarian. He goes, "It was a prank." I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" That's basically admitting guilt when you say it was a prank. You know, yeah. like you don't you don't talk, dude. But I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm no fan of police and the criminal justice system in general. But yeah, they can they can lock this dude up for a while. Um, yeah, he's screwed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's not coming out yeah. anytime soon. All right, so let's move on. Should we? All right, let's do our only serious story of the day. Is uh, the worst of both worlds? GoPuff's gig workers have bosses and no benefits. Gig workers. But you know what? This isn't really like a hard news story. It's more like a feature story. Or a, yeah, and it ends on isvice.com. They yeah. skew left, so they're going yeah. to be more of a doing more of a dramatic. 
uh, you know, narrative of what's going on. So actually this story is a little, you know, I'll just put the link in the description below and the viewers can watch it if they want. But Mm -hmm. um, because it's not like something happened. It's just kind of a, it's just, I've, how many times have we seen this story of gig workers who are supposedly mistreated by the app they work for? Like literally every, like you can take out GoPuff and put literally any app in there, Instacart, Amazon Flex, DoorDash, and it would be yeah. the same story, you know. Yeah. Excuse me. But, so, it, but yeah, it, just just one like I, I look at the rules or the way they have the business set up, where you have a shift, you can't change it. You know, you're you know the, the flexibility seems to be lacking here. So personally, I would not take this. Uh, I would not join GoPuff. Um, basically, it, can, it seems like it's really hard and fast. Like. You know, if you refuse the, the assignment, you it's potentially can get um, mm-hmm. you can get deactivated. So I don't know exactly how stringent it is, um, but if if it's that restrictive, then that's a it seems like a W two. So I wouldn't take that job personally. Yeah, it's I mean, it sounds to me it sounds kind of like Amazon a, between, a cross between Amazon Flex and DoorDash. Um, right. I, we don't have GoPuff in Florida, and you said you don't have it in New York, um, which I'm surprised. I thought they were out of. I, I have to look it Baltimore up, but I haven't. I haven't seen. Usually, you see like a lot of a lot of advertising. That's that's what all of the gig apps are doing. They spend millions mm-hmm. of dollars. So you're seeing at bus stops, you see them on the buses, you see them in the trains, you see them all over the place. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't mean it's it's possible it could be here. I don't yeah. know. Um, the only GoPuff driver that I know is uh, Luis from Delivery TV. The the gig tuber who does all his videos in Spanish and that's his audience is like, you know, Spanish speaking, either Americans or, you know, uh, people from central and South America who moved to the U S. Uh, right. and so, yeah, he was describing, it, and he said like, it's like probably his least favorite of all the gigs. Cause it's like the way it works is you go to a warehouse and like you get a delivery and then you go deliver it and then you come back. And it's, it's not like DoorDash where it's like you, go to a restaurant, drop off, and then, you know, maybe your next restaurant will be right around the corner from your last drop off. But it's like, wherever you go, you have to go all the way back to the GoPuff warehouse. So, um, but they said like they can make like $1,000 a week. And they said it's mostly college students that order because it's one of the few uh, delivery services that delivers like smokes and vapes. And uh, oh, okay. uh, I know, and they, I know they do alcohol. I mean, a lot of apps do alcohol now, but yeah, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. I guess GoPuff is big among uh, college students. College students, okay. I think Gig Life. I don't know, if, Lavaris, if you're watching. I think he does GoPuff. Okay, I, I gotta watch wrong. some videos about it. I like to see the, the I guess, yeah. the, a walkthrough of that. If anybody in the but, chat yeah. is anybody who's watching live, let us know in the chat uh, if you do GoPuff and what your experience is. Yeah. So I'm inter- I mean, I'm sure there are probably some warehouses where everything is running like clockwork and you mm-hmm. is a good experience and you're dealing with good people, so it's not a big deal. But it does sound like a W two job though. <laughs> like yeah. kinda sounds like why are not just hiring just hire a bunch of drivers, but I guess gas and car. They're yeah. not providing cars, are they? It, it's funny because between GoPuff and DoorDash, it sounds like both companies you know, they got a class action lawsuit coming up, and I think we're going to see, I'm just kind of, you know, my non-legal expertise here is that I feel like we're heading for, like, a Supreme Court decision, like, within the next five years on what really is an independent contractor and stuff, and yeah, it's possible, and, like, the you know, the Biden administration is trying to push this PRO Act thing, which is basically the federal version of AB5 and it, it yeah. passed the house and hopefully it's not going to pass the Senate. It doesn't look like it has the support. Um, so. yeah, they, they, but, you can't get anything passed in the Senate, but yeah, um, you about the lawsuits. Yeah. Cause, uh, they, I think both DoorDash and Uber sue is suing in um, San Francisco about the, the, the cap, the yeah. delivery cap. They don't, they're not, they're trying to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be a decision to hire courts and, well, and, interesting. I mean, I think the current, the way the court is right now, I don't. I think they shut it down, right? Because they have more conservative judges than yeah, liberals. So I'm well, assuming. Yeah. What I was gonna say is, in England, they cr- came up with a third category instead of employee or independent contractor. They have worker, and mm-hmm. I think w- we might be getting something like that here. It's yeah. because 
it, you know, like all these laws that define what is employee, and they go back to like you know the big union days of the twenties and thirties, and they haven't really been right, changed. Right, right, right. So, um, I think it's possible. Um, I mean, it just kind of depends on what happens in the next few years, but I think probably within five years, something like that would happen here. So, and I, I, and, and with DoorDash with the whole tip transparency thing, I think that's gonna. It's either gonna take a class action lawsuit or, um, actually, it could come from the left or the right. Like that, they could actually. They might, they might have a yeah. congressional. They might bring them up in front of Congress and be like, you know, you're they're, they're independent contractors. They're entitled to see what they're getting paid why are you hiding that you know yeah so. i, I and, and you know there are many dashers or gig, gig workers who believe that we need the government to intervene and i'm like yeah. i understand it but it also goes to my you know my leanings to the more government interferes the worse it gets yeah and it also so, takes forever yeah. going that route too yeah and you know the the, the people that make laws don't understand business so they're not applying business concepts there's just yeah let's make a law to, to you know let's make this this much money and don't understand the cost that it will occur when that happens mm-hmm. um but also on the other side you know i guess you know a capitalist i am a capitalist but at the same time doordash is not going to raise any wages they don't need to and they can't they gotta make money so they're going to continue to do this unless we s- Again, it was if it was a collective, we're not. We're individual businesses, and some people, are, you know, are not going to group up to do any kind of long-term strike. But I guess the idea that if we were able to tell DoorDash, "Hey, stop growing, stop trying to expand and expand, trying using that resources to expand," you don't have anything done right right now. How about you turn inward a little bit and work on? Your relationships with your restaurants, relationships with your dashers, yeah. relationships with your customers. You go on, you go on Twitter, any, you go on any social media. There are people complaining about their experiences with DoorDash in every facet. But DoorDash is saying, "I don't care. Oh, We're gonna go full stream ahead." You know. Well, what I was gonna say is, because there's so much turnover in our line of work, and I, I remember talking with Bentley Coop about this. Um, it's like you know those people who way back when DoorDash was $6 base pay and if you know the 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 tip went towards the base pay yeah. and people were like they're stealing our tips and then it was better that way and it, and like I said how many of those people who push for that are still with DoorDash now I bet you not that many you know no. so it's no. like like even like pol- like you know the, the rule of politics is that politicians only look for what's good for the next 2 to 4 years they don't really look yes. for what's good for like the next few generations, yeah. you know, because they're trying to get reelected. And it's the same way. It goes this way too on on our end is that we are only looking for what's good now, not you know. Oh, I'm I'm just trying to get paid now. I don't. I'm not going to be doing this job a year or two years from now. So that's that's their problem, you know. Yeah, I think um, I remember when I did a poll, and I'll probably make a video more about this. That the future of what we're doing, most people. I think it's pretty high. The poll I had I said, are you looking to do this five years from now and mm-hmm. be invested? Meaning have, I guess should have said, are you interested in continuing to be full-time doing this or putting in at least 20 to 40 hours of work? And most people said no. So I think a lot of us kind of know that there's a writing on the wall. Like yeah. I, you know, I, I, as I, you know, only I've been a full-time gig worker, well, no W2 for a year, right? Like I've, I've, I've been doing, I've had at least one stream of income since uh, I did Rover 2018. So I've had multiple, at least two. But this is my first year where I just did every gig work exclusively. And I kind of already see the writing on the wall. Like people are, some people are going to be able to stay and make a good amount of money, but a lot of people still need benefits. They still need, they don't want their car to be driven to the ground. They want consistency. You know, us human beings, thrive on routine and, and and knowing what you're going to have every week. Some people don't. Like, I kind of thrive on chaos, but most don't. Most don't want, and also, like, I have, I, I am married. I have resources. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, be, being a business owner, right, if we call ourselves business owner, is the most stressful, one of the most stressful things you can do. Yeah. And DoorDash and Uber Eats and Grubhub, they tell you how easy it is. You're going to make all this money and be flexible. You're going to be, you know, just flying all around the world and make all this money. 
when it doesn't work that way, especially when it's so many of us doing the same thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, who, who knows what's going to happen in a year or two? I just think it's a, it's a you know, gig work is still a great side income, in my opinion. It's always a yeah. great side income. Yeah, it's like if you're going to do this for long term, you got to do what I do. And you got you to have like six to eight to ten apps on your phone to choose yeah. from because you can get nuked on any of them at any moment for any reason. For any reason, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to something else. Uh, we got a bunch. Of, uh, these are pretty brief stories. This is, you know, I thought we should. Um, you ever watch? Uh, I haven't watched it in years. You ever watch Pardon the Interruption on ESPN? Tony Corner. Way back, way back. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, yeah my, like, uh, Tony and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Like our, we should, we should basically just copy their show because like it's always like the first few stories of the show are like these serious stories, like they're talking about them for like five minutes, and then they come back after a commercial and they play a game. And then, like, the last, like, at the end of the show, they're just kind of, like, going through, like, you know, minor yeah. things, like, for, like, 30 seconds, you know. You we think sh- we got the speed to do that? Like, when we talk, we're kind of just ranting way back. Way uh, no. I mean, we could try it. I wouldn't mind trying it. Well, if we had that bell, it would, you know, because, like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's saying, like, yeah, get over. Or we need to, we do, like, around the horn where we have a moderator, like, mute us. Exactly. You know? and pun- oh, then no, we pun- need, like, four people, though. Yeah, that's a lot. That's so, a lot going on. Maybe I'll try it out. Well, I was just okay. So we got a bunch of like you know stories, not much to talk about, but let's just acknowledge their existence. So yeah. um, this one is kind of old news, and we should have talked about this a week or two ago. So Uber's CEO says he nearly got killed while delivering for Uber Eats on bike in San Francisco. So he did. Um, he delivered uh, for Uber Eats on bike in late June. Uh, in a wide-ranging interview with the New York Times, uh, Kazrao Shahi said he was a bit nervous about delivering uh, his ride-hailing company's food delivery arm, and the city's traffic may have had something to do with it. I nearly got killed delivering near the baseball park, he said, referring to Oracle Park, not far from the city's financial district. The Giants game was starting, and the traffic was nuts. My hypothesis is that someone knew I'm a Mets fan. And... Uh, there's a picture of him on uh, his uh, Twitter of him on a bike with the Uber Eats uh, backpack, and yeah, I I saw um, Vice or Vox or one of those sites. They like a lot of uh, the tech slash leftist news sites wrote about this. About look, the CEO is doing the poor man's work, and like he admits that he <laughs> barely made minimum wage. You know, so. <laughs> Um, you know, I didn't look too hard into that, but yeah, yeah, so it's probably old news at this point, but, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's still good PR for them to do that. Yeah. Um, cause a lot of people think like Tony shoe for DoorDash isn't delivering, but the funny thing about him, even when he started, he did do deliveries. He's just following the money. He's just following analytics and realizing how to push the company as far as possible. So, you know, even if he did do a few dashes and went through what we went through, they know what we're going through. They, they're fully aware because I know there's many dashes who are very open about when they complain and talk and they're, ex- they're expressing themselves on these videos and sometimes to customer service, emails, te- uh, tweets, you know, like some, some gig tubers like DoorDash that try to tweet the, the, the DoorDash uh, Twitter, nothing. They're fully aware. So, you know, it's it's about an individual decision. What are you going to do? You know, are you cool with it? You're going to keep going or find something else? You know. Sorry, I had to run and get water. Oh. The beer was good, but it makes me uh so thirsty. The, <laughs> the smoky aftertaste. So, yeah, you know what that'd be? I don't know. Would that be, would it be fun if like any of these CEOs said they wanted to like do a ride along with you? I mean, maybe... You know, if they, if this comes to their attention, be like, you know, I want to, I want to ride along with a real dasher or a real Instacart shopper, or, you know, I want to see like what tips and tricks they do, because, I think like I know with Instacart, uh, a Purva Meta, the guy who started the company, like he, he actually was like the first Instacart shopper supposedly. Right. I, don't know, I don't know if he did it for a day or a month or what, but. Um, yeah, but that would be cool to see like some of these execs, like uh, like Undercover Boss, that show, you know. What yeah, is yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. That that would be that would be 
that would make sense. It's interesting. Like the problem, I guess, what the issue is with a lot of the, the tech apps is they're not originating in the thing that they're trying to do. Like Uber does, you know, the taxis and Lyft does, but they weren't they weren't based on the people who had a, a taxi service. Right, they had right. a technology. They had an app, and they, you know, they went from that direction. So they're not looking at it. Same thing with DoorDash, right? Um, now Tony Shoes, now he says he worked with his mother at a, a restaurant or a laundry. I forgot it was something service based. So you think that, and then he when he started the business, it started in um, in California, so it was very local. So you'll think that he would learn some things about the restaurants that he wouldn't implement the things he has. But it seems like he moved away from that and is looking at numbers, hard, you know, hard numbers and seeing how many deliveries we need to get done mm-hmm. and left the idea of why you have so many, you know, why does restaurants that probably shouldn't be on a platform? Why on the platform? You know, what I mean, like, you know, you're telling people like you need to get this done in a certain amount of time, but you don't you're not factoring the traffic in the particular area you're talking about. So, you know, that's fast growth. I mean, they're going too fast. I if yeah. there, if there's, I would love to have the new Instacart CEO, uh, Fiji. I guess I found out her name is pronounced Fiji, like the Fiji Islands. Oh, okay. Um, I would love to have her ride along with me. Wow. <laughs> Spe- speaking of <laughs> speaking of which, Instacart wants to be an influencer in food delivery. Advertising could be the holy grail. The online grocery giant CEO might hold the keys. Um, again, this isn't like super hard news, but it just says, um, your food delivery app could soon look like a lot like your social media feeds. You can thank Instacart for that. The online grocery giant announced last week that Fiji Simo, the former head of Facebook's legacy blue app. I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what Facebook is. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. It says blue app. I don't know what will succeed. Instacart's founder, Apoorva Mehta as its new chief executive offer effective next month. She will likely bring changes to Instacart that could have lasting influence across the food delivery industry. And um, so it's saying... Has she had any speeches or any interviews to discuss what changes that she's going to implement? Or is this kind of this is a puff piece, like a PR uh, um, piece? Yeah, I saw there was a... They did a TV interview, but yeah, it was more of a puff piece. It wasn't like yeah. what what exactly she plans on doing, you know? So... I like I've seen a lot of people in the chat and in, in comments on my videos and Facebook and Reddit just like, oh right, a woman CEO, things are gonna get better now, you know. So, oh, so they're not really talking about her her experience with Facebook that may help with Instacart, you know. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what I, I think because know. she's Facebook, you know. That I think that's I don't. You know, Facebook is basically in bed with the government right now. Um, there's Facebook is, you know, it's big tech and like they're censoring everybody and everything. So I think, I, I don't know. I think the Instacart wokeness factor is going to go up and, uh, like, oh, here is a, a story that's like, again, we don't have like a news story to cite this from, but you know, so on Instacart, mm-hmm. when you sign into the app for the last year and a half, it would ask you a series of questions. Do you have a fever? Have you been around anybody that has COVID? Like, it asks you, like, three or four questions, and you have to say no to all of them. And then it literally takes you – you have to press eight buttons to be able to start working. And (laughs) they finally got rid of that questionnaire, at least on my app, uh, a few days ago. Yeah. Because I still – you know how I'm not working in? I still log into the app every day to just check my rating and stuff like that. Okay. And, um, yeah, so it's nice that they got rid of that. So – if if it depends on how woke Instacart's willing to get, like it might, lo- you might have to answer a questionnaire like, "Have you had thoughts of uh, racism lately, <laughs> or have you have you heard any racist jokes lately, um, or, or are any of your customers, you know, make an off-color joke or something? I don't know. But would it surprise yeah. Would it surprise you if it came to that though? I hope that it does not do that. I mean, the only thing I can think of of helping right now. I think you're talking about the the bots, right? The the, the Instacart bots are still out there taking all of the best orders. Mm-hmm. Now she's from a technology company, like, so is she able to figure out how to stop that from happening? Like, well, she's not a cybersecurity engineer, though. It's yeah, like maybe you could try to figure out, you know, try to bring some resources from that area, yeah. not expertise. Like, like that seems like a big deal, like. 
you know, that's cheating. You know, you it's basically yeah. these 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 offers are up for everyone who is supposed to be there, and no one's even getting a chance to take it because someone has some kind of yeah. app or bot to take it. So I will I um, will I, say I, I I made a video about this a year ago. It's like five harsh truths Instacart shoppers don't want to hear, and mm-hmm. one of them is that yeah, there's bots, but they're not there aren't as many of them as you think because it's statistically mathematically physically impossible for what one percent of the shopper pool to do a hundred percent 90 percent of the work they just there's just not enough people not yeah. enough they can't do all that work it's just you gotta face the fact that there's too many shoppers and not enough orders yeah so yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah you, know. <laughs> you got you got uh that does make sense in the idea like because you once the bot just grabbed their good order, mm-hmm. they're on their way to do the order. So they're still, yeah. I check the app every once in a while to you know to look at it, and it's yeah, it's nothing here. And they got you know guaranteed earnings. They're trying to get people to go out and do it, mm-hmm. but you know I think one I saw three deliveries, literally only, but for ten dollars. It's like yo, bro, I'm not doing that. That's not happening. It doesn't matter what the mileage is. I'm not taking three orders to deliver to anyone for ten dollars. So they, I've seen a few like really off, like oh, really bad offers. So if that's yeah. what Instacart is, and maybe I'm not checking off enough. Well, maybe. it's just it's we're at a perfect storm right now of too many shoppers, and it's the summer, so it retails slow. There's yeah. bots. I mean, yeah, right now, this and especially getting you know COVID's you know winding up, so people are going to shop for themselves. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, right now is probably the worst time to do Instacart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think once the weather gets cooler and people go back, I don't know what it is, but people seem to do Instacart in the summer and not, you know, the rest of the year, but, uh, it'll get better hopefully in the fall. So, yeah. um, let's, we, we're, let's go move on to some of these shorter stories. Um, let's see. We saw that one here. These are, all right. We got two quick Grubhub ones here. Not much to okay. say. Seamless brand will cease to exist under new owner Just Eat Takeaway. The delivery service will be transitioned to its parent Grubhub as part of Jet's single brand strategy. Um, I've never seen or heard of Seamless. It must be only in select markets, but it's funny yeah, because it's, it, it was in my it was in my heavily in my art market. Yeah, okay. Seamless was like a big thing in New York. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know if this consolidation is good or or worse or better or worse or whatever, but. I remember yeah. like one of my first days doing Grubhub, like because I always text the, the customer that I'm on my way, and what's with Grubhub is that it has built-in automated t- text, yeah. and I sent one and it said, "Hey, this is Chad, your seamless driver," and I'm like, "What?" I didn't go. I thought like my phone got hacked or something. And, like, yeah. I don't remember Grubhub telling me that it might say that you're seamless or something. But yeah, it's similar to DoorDash with uh, Caviar. I don't know if you have Caviar where you are, but Caviar was kind of like an upscale food delivery service. Yeah, in New York City. I thought they were only and on they, the West Coast. Were, or were they in New York too? Yeah, yeah, they're in New York. So it must be like real big an, markets then. Yeah, I'll pick up an order and it would say Caviar, which. Yeah, you think, hey, can you let me know that this is a caviar <laughs> order so I'm not saying some different name to confuse the customer? Because, that, yeah, that has happened where I'm saying DoorDash when is a caviar because they're using the caviar app because they're still running it because I guess they, they're afraid of changing it too quickly on the the customer side and mm-hmm. confusing. I'm, I'm guessing that's the reason. But you're not letting me know on my end I'm picking up the food. So Yeah, same thing like with Postmates and Uber Eats, like the Postmates – customer and driver apps still work but it's it's all migrating to uber eats it's probably they probably migrate everything and like postmates won't even be an app anymore by christmas but who knows um and i got one more grubhub order or order uh (laughs) news story here actually this one's kind of this is a just a press release but it's kind of a big deal grubhub rolls out out yeah grubhub rolls out on time guarantee I actually saw a commercial for this when I was watching was either baseball or basketball last night. It says, Grubhub is promising its customers their orders will arrive on time and its prices will be lowest relative to its competitors to the Grubhub guarantee. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But it just says, uh, so it's, they have the lowest price Grubhub guarantee. If a diner finds a better price for the Grubhub order on another third-party delivery service, Grubhub will make up the difference. And then some with Grubhub perks. On-time guarantee 
delivery. If an order arrives late, Grubhub will send the diner Grubhub perks to use on their next order. So um, that's I consider that newsworthy because like when I am doing what I call Grub Dash Eats, and I think UDM started that, so I stole it from sorry UDM, but um, mm-hmm. if you're doing Grubhub, DoorDash, and Uber Eats all at the same time, and like you you get like one order on one app and you're on your way to make the delivery. And then there's a restaurant between, you know, point A and point B on the other app is that I'll stop and pick up that order, you know, and, you know, and and DoorDash, they started cracking down on this like last year because now they have the contract violations. If like you're significantly late, Uber Eats doesn't really have that. I think I got one warning once a long time ago that said, because I was, multi-apping at the time and like with uber eats because like they actually they pay you based on your mileage and time and it's like if so like if you're going way out of like the baseline to make a delivery because like you're you're on the clock with uber eats but you're going out like out of the way to make a doordash or uh grubhub delivery you know like then they're paying for that mileage and uh i yeah i got a warning about that a long time ago i haven't gotten anything about that a, but I tried whenever I'm doing an Uber Eats order, I try to just go straight from the restaurant to the customer because I know Uber is is tracking me. Yeah. But like you don't get paid by mileage and time for DoorDash and Grubhub, so I'm a little more I'll multi stack, multi app stack doing that. So um yeah. you're on with Grubhub, right? You haven't really Yeah, well talked Gr- about Grubhub it. Grubhub, yeah, because that DoorDash has better offers and mileage. So this, the the offers that DoorDash will give you is a good, you know, the payout is decent and the mileage is better. Like it stays within my range. Like I don't go past four miles. I know it sounds weird for me saying that, but I live in the, in a really you know city of six million people. So four miles is I'm not going further than that. It's just gonna take too long. It takes like half an hour, forty five minutes just to drive around. You know, avoid getting shot and robbed and also trying to deliver the chicken and nuggets. But I am interested. So what's going to happen to the to the Grubhub driver if they're late? If something happens to them, like these guarantees, because Grubhub usually in my market, payouts are good. It's far. They want you to take this order and go all the way over, like all the way over there. And you're like, oh, that's a good yeah, offer. You're going, Man, to, you're going to Rhode Island. <laughs> they want so you you may you still get two and two orders an hour with Grubhub. Mm-hmm. With DoorDash, you can get three, sometimes four. But Grubhub, they're like, no, we're going to give you, you're going to have $20 an hour, but we're going to make you drive for yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm wondering what's what's the penalty for the driver if they're not on time, since they're, I, they're basically throwing out uh, guaranteed. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that too. I, I, I would assume they're going to institute some kind of contract violation the way DoorDash has it, or mm-hmm. they'll start sending you warnings or um because i i've I, I so rarely do grubhub like grubhub's kind of like doordash where you can either schedule yourself in advance or you can just go online that's um, what i do i don't schedule anything i just go online yeah because yeah. I, I never know i can never commit to working it's just i'm going i'm going whatever app is paying the most at the time you know that yeah, yeah. so the only app that i do that with is amazon flex with whole foods deliveries because i can make 30 35 bucks an hour with whole foods and i mean if you're really really lucky you can do that on instacart it's not always a guarantee mm-hmm. um but like it's your the chances those whole foods customers because whole foods is so expensive those whole food customers tend to be pretty good tippers and yeah. uh i mean i if you watch any of my ride along videos you've seen you've seen me show up but um anyway uh i think let me see Oh, we still have one more uh, funny story here. I forgot to mention this. This is a Uber-type story. DJ Khalid Lookalike, Uber driver, has mastered all of his catchphrases. This is from hiphopfightclub.com. You know, that's where I get all my news from. Yeah, that's what I, yeah I'm sure you're a big fan of that website. <laughs> um, I can, they have a, there's a 10-second video. I'll show this. Um, no, they want to leave. It's too much. We the best. <laughs> another one. Another one. The f- another one. Another night. Appreciate, appreciate you. Bless up, King. <laughs> oh my God, he does look just like him. He does look. He does look. He does look. Yeah. Uh, so, there, I mean, it's not much of a story there. It's just kind of funny that this guy looks like him. So, you ever seen any uh, 
uh, lookalikes, or do people or customers ever say that you look like somebody famous? Um, not customers, but some. I mean, I've got told I would look like um, Little John one time, and I felt that was an insult because <laughs> uh, he's a, not the most attractive guy. And if someone said I look like one of the people from Migos, a rap group. Again, not mm -hmm. a very good compliment. So, is anyone with dreads? And black, a black person in dreads, someone will say, I look like a celebrity that has, you know, a black person with dreads. That's where they will they will go to. What about um, Aquaman? What's his name? Who? The guy that played Aquaman? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, 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 no one ever, ever. <laughs> Method star, you know, gain another foot. And Jason Momoa, that's his name. Yeah, 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I never had that. But usually it compliments. You're like, oh, you got nice hair. That's always a good thing. You know, I was like, thank you. Uh -huh. Keep it moving. I can't remember. Nobody's ever really said I look like it. only like when I used to drive Uber and Lyft and they would haul drunk people around. Then they mm -hmm. would start saying I look like somebody who looked nothing unlike at all. <laughs> yeah, because mm -hmm. they're drunk. So like, well, yeah, what do they yeah. know? Uh, and my brother and I, we actually look. My, we look pretty well alike, um, mm -hmm. except he has a full head of hair and I don't. And, uh, there's been times like we've been at bars together and I'm like six years older than him. Like yeah. some drunk girls will come up to us, start talking to us and be like, Oh my God, are you guys twins? We're like, yeah, we were, we were six years apart. And, <laughs> yeah, right. and there, we have a sister in between there. So, um, I think that was all the news. Uh, let's see. Did we get everything? Did you have so. any, uh, stories to bring to the table? Yep. We got I everything. Uh, I think we got everything. We talked about the strike. Um, are you working July 31st for DoorDash? Um, I haven't made a decision. It just depends what's <laughs> happening that day. <laughs> I mean, usually on Saturdays and Sundays, I do Instacart during the day because there's enough business, you know, just do it nine to five and then I'm home by dinner. Yeah. Uh, like, I, it just depends. You know, like Instacart is my preferred app and then... Uh, believe it or not, I'm I've been getting really big on Amazon Flex lately because they have this like point system. It's like a it's like a I think I talked about this in other episodes. It's like an RPG. The more work you do, you get points and you level up. And then okay. the more the higher level you get, the more like you can get preferred. This like this is awesome for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, like uh, I got four four. Whole Foods shifts coming up this week on Wednesday and Thursday, so it's it's two hour like there each block is only two hours, so you know it's like twelve to two and then two thirty to four thirty or you know like one to three and then three thirty five something like that, and uh, to See, get I, them I like that I like that yeah. yeah but that's that's them offering it to me because I'm like senior you know on uh, Amazon Flex and uh, if oh, I could do Amazon Flex. High. 40 hours a week, I would totally do it, you know, but it's just to get, uh, so I'm, I'm doing Amazon flex eight hours and that's like, I'm so excited about that. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've tried to apply for it. Nothing. They're all full. They're not looking for any more people. <laughs> yeah. So I'm out. So, and I, I, you know, I've, I've never said this on a uh, camera before, but, um, maybe I did. Like there's a there's an Amazon warehouse at a Daytona Beach. It's about an hour from here. Yeah. And um, Daytona Beach, like right around where the racetrack is, is like a total dump. But if you just go a few miles in any direction, it's like really nice. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's like a touristy area during the summer. I mean, like, but that's just on the beach. You just go if you go like a mile away from the beach, it's just any other suburban town, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've thought about moving up there. Um, the cost of living is pretty cheap. And like the Amazon warehouse is like right there, and like there's yeah. a there's a nice apartment complex literally right across the street from the warehouse, and it would be so awesome to just be able to just um, get those blocks and just drive across the street to the warehouse, you know? Because I have to drive an yeah. hour, and uh, the only thing that stinks about up there is that there's no Whole Foods in uh, Daytona Beach. So, I mean, I could commute from Daytona Beach to Orlando, but that's like an hour. Um, so, I mean, it might be worth it, but like there's, yeah. they have Instacart, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub. They have all that stuff up there. So I don't know. I'll start looking. Yes. We'll see. Yeah. Something, something to consider. And also because every time I go up there, 
I get all nostalgic for my Navy years because I see the ocean. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was on that thing. <laughs> I saw the ocean every day for uh, yeah. five years. Maybe if it's cheaper and you're still able to yeah. do what you need to do in terms of work, yeah, definitely. Oh, here's, a, here's a funny delivery story. I should have told this. It was like it was a while. It was like two or three weeks ago. Maybe I did tell this. But if you didn't see it, it's new to you. Remember that from NBC like <laughs> 20 years ago? Um, so I'm making a delivery in Daytona Beach, and they have all these condo towers right on the beach. And they're like, they're, they're condos. You can't even like, they're not apartments for rent, you know? Um, and they're yeah. all retirees basically. And so I get to one, it looks like one building from the outside. And I'm talking, I'm trying to get this lady to like, give me like, it's, you know, you gotta call them and they're supposed to buzz you in. And like, it's, it's not working. I had to call her like three times in a row. And I'm trying to say, can you just come downstairs and open the door? And like, she doesn't want to. And then eventually, you know, somebody lets me in and then I have yeah. their, and then, so like I see, I just go to the first elevator because it says they're on the twenty-first floor. So it's get in the elevator, hit twenty-first floor, go all the way up there, and I realize I'm in the wrong tower. <laughs> so I had to take the elevator all the way back down to the first floor, go over to the other tower, and then go all the way up to the twenty-first floor, come all the way back down. So that was so you, you were just you were just like trying to get into a, a and like can you just let me up? And a person's like, no, why will I let you up? You don't belong here. There's there's so many of these apartment and condo complexes in Daytona Beach where um, they don't want you to deliver to the room. They have like a mail room, and it was funny because uh, like especially when somebody's on the freaking twenty first floor, um, and like I'll see like a mail room uh, or and, like a table with just all Amazon packages. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. where your that's where your package is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even like if it's up, even if it's just one flight. Well, maybe if it was maybe it was one flight, I would walk it up there, but. When you're on 21st floor, you know, I'm not, it's not like there's, it's not like it's New York skyscrapers at, you know, 9 a.m. on a Monday where, you know, thousands of people are trying to get up and down, you know. Yeah, the elevators uh, are flying up. Yeah. To a point where, like, I'm, my, my ears are popping. It's kind of how fast they're going. It's crazy. Yeah, so, um, I think that's about it on the news. The other, the other news I have to report is that I was in upstate New York the last few days uh, visiting my family. It, like, rained the entire time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, alrighty. I guess we've uh, killed an hour here. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? You got any videos coming up this week? Yeah, I'm gonna record a video, and then I may uh, let's see what uh, Valistar's voice is doing. Maybe have a conversation with him and see what his thoughts are, because you know a lot a lot of the gig tubers are well, these the ones I've seen are like, nope, we're gonna keep working. So I wonder what his thoughts are on the subject. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I would like to do a podcast with him, but he doesn't want to show his face, so it would have to be audio only. I did a, I posted a poll on my channel a few hours ago saying, you know, would you watch an episode if it was just a still picture with the audio underneath it? Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I really I want to get our podcast onto an actual podcast platform so people yeah. can download the audio and listen to it in the car or you know wherever you listen to it, like at the gym or whatever. So, yeah, yeah nice. I'm looking into it. All right, so uh, I guess that wraps it up. So thanks again to Hannibal is Hungry. Check him out on YouTube, thank Twitter, you, you. Instagram. Thank I you. put your links in the description, so just click on that. It'll take you right to it. And, uh, yeah, so, all right, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys next Sunday. Yeah, thank you all for right. watching, guys. Yep. If you Wait. watch all the way to the end, you are awesome. <laughs>